Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Night Rider, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man that does not exist. trying to say i lost my complete i just wanted to take a really deep breath and breathe all of what so what i'm really trying to do is breathe as heavily as i can to try to wear out these new pop guards faster than the old ones well i think these are cheaper oh they definitely were i was like i bought a five pack for like eight (laughs) dollars certainly certainly greg but the good news is is that we're back together even though in podcast land, it's been a week, but in recording land, it's been about 19 minutes <laughs> since we recorded part one. Don't don't st- we give away all we our not secrets. Be giving that away. I'm sorry, Greg. That's a, my apologies. Hey guys, welcome to Champa and Climb the Night Rider Years. It's a podcast by two friends who share a love of classic 80s television. I'm your host, Dave Champa. I'm your other host, Greg Klein. Let's get this party started, huh? Here we go, Greg. Well, what are you drinking? It sounds like a tasty brew. What do you got going in there? What is good? More grapefruit seltzer. So if you're new to the show, basic premise is this, is that Greg and I choose a show from the 80s and dissect it episode by episode. Thank you for that. So listen, we're not in this to make fun of these shows, okay? We're doing this because we simply love this era, something that can never be replicated. I feel like the 80s is a a decade that could never be replicated, no matter how hard you try. There's a lot of excellent homages and style choices and things that are are in in the spirit of, but the reality of it is you can never get back to that. Absolutely not. Um, Occasionally, Greg and I like to create our own little side stories within an episode to see where that takes us. Uh, Also, Greg is convinced, and he is starting to take me along on that ride, that all 80s television shows and movies are somehow connected within the same universe. So that usually comes into play, maybe not every episode, but... A fair amount every season. It comes in a disturbing play. amount of coincidences. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that's kind of the basic idea of our show. We hope that you guys enjoy it, and we hope that you guys like listening to us. But Greg, I, I want to talk about something that we didn't bring up from last week. Oh no! Do we already screw up our we, show? Well, first of all, I forgot to say hi to Martha. <laughs> oh, Martha! <laughs> she asked me to say hi to her in the season three premiere, and I blew her off and forgot about it. So, Martha, I'm sorry. Here's your hello. Come be on our show. (laughs) Yes, please. Second thing I wanted to talk about was, so we talked about how good our Christmases were last week, but didn't actually talk about some of the things we had gotten. One of the things that I had gotten, which I showed you upstairs, which I think Greg and I are going to try to work into some sort of a a, a little show or maybe some live streaming, is my my wife so lovingly (laughs) bought me a 125th scale model of the uh, Knight Rider car. Uh, That's Kit, David. Uh, no, it's the Franklin Rider. All right, <laughs> it's the Franklin Rider from oh, now it, on. It's Knight Rider. It's Knight Rider. The, remember, is. the car is Knight Rider. The car is called Knight Rider, made by Franklin Rider. <laughs> Franklin. Now, I have to say, I have never in thirty-seven years, I have never done a scale model. No, you haven't. That's amazing. I'm and surprised you haven't. I'm excited because you got excited to look at this, and I think it's best that Greg and I do this model together. <laughs> I think Greg has uh, more keen eye for these things. Oh, thank you. Uh, there's a lot of parts. I've there built. Are... I've built a lot of models in my day. Let me count one: planes, two, trains, and automobiles. Three, four, five, six bags. One of which has all of the tires. 
Oh, and a bag of stickers. All, all four of those tires. So the 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 componentry of kit is a, there's a lot of it. The instructions look really complicated, um, but I'm really looking forward to it, and I think it'll be really fun. So I think we're gonna try to live stream some of these sessions. We got to figure out where we're gonna set up the model because we're gonna have to leave it. Like we can't just, yeah, we just you know, as long as it stay, all the parts stay together, you don't have to. Could we pack it away? Every what now about some? We need to get we need to get cement. Oh, so we can just go to Lowe's and get a, just a bag of Quickcrete. Is that, is that what they recommend using yes, for the models? Absolutely, Quick, Quickcrete. Right, and then you just mix it with water and you throw the model in it, and, and then it's it's done. How long does it usually take? It like, might take it might take a, a couple of days. Do to you have really to jackhammer cure. out of the Quickcrete to get right. it? Get it fully exactly, done. It, and it's in its chrysalis. I was hoping that it would have some sort of a fun little instruction here, but it just talks about um, important. Read this first. Oh, yeah. You want to read this? Sure. Let's see what it says. So, study the assembly drawings carefully before starting. Like, these pictures are really, like, they're very detailed. Each part is identified by a part number. Plated parts will be identified by a star. Scrape paint and plating from areas to be cemented. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Before cement is used, check the fit of each part. Use only enough cement to join the parts. Apply cement with a toothpick. Use cement made for styrene plastic only. Allow paint to dry thoroughly. We're not going to use a lot of paint. I don't feel like we... It depends on, depends on what you want to paint. Cement all parts except where do not cement is shown. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, refer to the other assembly drawing for locations. Wow. This is... So, it's... The instruction manual has 18 steps, but within each step, there are about, I don't know, 8 to 12 sub-steps. It's just like building a Lego a Lego. T- model it's so much harder greg i don't want to do this i know because you can't like snap it all together no i'm i'm excited to do this i've never done a scale model my dad used to do model ships oh yeah i don't actually know what happened to them um dad come on the show and talk about your model ships and i promise i'll let you talk about egypt you can talk about egypt but i'm not i'm not building a model with your dad that's fine. I'm just gonna listen to him talk about Egypt. But what if he wants but to build a model of the pyramids? He can build his own model. We're building that one. So he can, or, can no, he... no. I don't want to build a model with you and your dad. <laughs> Do you want to build a model of me and my dad? Yes, <laughs> that's a totally different thing. Okay, fair enough. Well, d- yes, Greg, what are you opening over there? I'm trying to. So, so my Christmas present from from Davod, yeah. Is is not a a one twenty fifth scale model of Knight Rider, but is actually a die cast a Knight Rider kit. <laughs> a Knight is a, a die cast model of kit from Hollywood Rides in a little plastic box with a metal die cast. I had to buy it. It was the last one on the shelf and when it, I was cruising cruising you know, the store. And it's like I'm not leaving it in the box. I'm taking it out to play with the damn. You thing. have to. You absolutely have to. Um, and lastly, Greg just threw ten dollars at me. As part of my Christmas gift from him, um, <laughs> just purchased as of this recording, uh, should be here in about a week or so. Um, you may remember the Beefaroni Brothers from last week, uh, starred in a 1987 film called The Barbarians. So I went and I searched on Amazon for a couple of copies of it to see if I could find it. But it was like Spanish imports for 30 some odd dollars, uh, Region 2 imports that I couldn't play on mine. So I looked up. VHS tapes. And sure enough, for about $13, I found a VHS copy of The Barbarians, and Greg put his money towards that purchase, and we should be getting it soon. Really excited to start into that. Greg, you are trying really hard to open up that. I that forgot I have card. a multi tool in my bag, oh, and I sure was did. using like the multi tool on my keychain. <laughs> All right, here we go. And now I've almost got ASMR, it Greg. Let's hear it. That's stupid. It's just stupid. You can't you can't hear the screw. Is it, is it not working? No, it's it's coming oh, undone. Is it working? Okay. Here we go. That's that. And here it is. Oh, there. Oh. Here's Kit. Here's Kit. Listen to the wheels. Oh, it's so sweet. And then and then the driver's side door opens up and a decomposed Michael Knight falls out. You shake out the dust. <laughs> he just and then he, he just dusts. Close the door again. Yeah, oh. and that's it. It's a, it's an awesome. It's, it's kit. So where are you gonna put it? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, much like uh, Ryan Dunn did. I'm gonna push it in my ass and see if a doctor can find it on the X-ray. Fair enough. Rest in peace, Ryan Dunn. 
Hey, did you hear they're making a Jackass 4? I am not going to go see it. Yes, you are. We're going together. <laughs> Why are they doing that? Because they're moneymakers. People watch that shit, Greg. You know what else people watch? Or maybe they don't watch? The Knight Rider Season 3 Part 2. Let's, let's, let's talk about that. This? I right. am so happy for Knight Rider Part 2 Season 3. All right, guys. Here we go. One. It is Franklin Rider Season 3, Episode 2, Night of the Drones Part 2. I gotta get I gotta get something out. So there, there. So that one of the producers, there's a quote from him about why they felt the need to kind of revamp Kit from the ground up. Hmm. So he he has a quote here. It's, his name is Gino Grimaldi. Gino, it's a great name. I love that. So he name. says the whole reason that we had to do rethinking was basically because technology had caught up with us, and innovations in the computer and motor industries are occurring every week. What's science fiction one week is reality another. We suddenly became aware between filming the second and third seasons that cars were coming onto the market with dashboards not dissimilar to that of Kit. I want an example. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what What cars have dashboards that look like well, that? Well, I think they're probably talking about the digital speedometers and the, that sort of readouts yeah. and maybe the segmented LED. The oil slicks that come out the tailpipe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And the uh, the suppository car seat that yep. has the uh, the suppository that key link, fob. That link a human to the car. Right, exactly. Okay. A, a lot of, I know Ford for a while was doing a, a bio-linking key system yep. that basically was a big plug that you sat on. And it, and it somehow connected to your biology, and you oh. could unlock the car. Excuse me. Mm. So he says, already there are cars being made which have talking computers built into them with a couple of dozen phrases. Things like reminding the driver the doors aren't locked, gas is running low, etc., etc. Your child's on the roof. Your child's on the roof. There are also cars around with TV screens, and microchip technology is now used to great extent in the digital layouts. Since Kit is something extra special and a car of the future, it was necessary to make certain changes to keep it that way. It seemed that the only solution was to have Kit completely destroyed and rebuilt by Bonnie and putting the whole thing back together again, but with more futuristic components. It's interesting, though, that... I like that. I, I like the reasoning for it. Yeah. I don't appreciate the timeline that they did it in. Right. Like, the the reveal of new Kit should have been at the end of season, of Act 2... And like Kit should have been like obliterated, and Michael go without. Kit was in worse shape with Goliath, oh, than yeah. he was here. Well, because he only gets like he gets revamped twelve minutes in, right? Like he's only down for the count for not very long period of time. Because when we open the episode, it's actually a really sad scene because he's getting pulled back into the semi, and Bonnie's walking next to him, like just like reassuring Kit. Oh my like, god, I'm going to build like, you better than before. But he, he, he's again like uh, oh, Bonnie. Is it nighttime? I'm just I was like, oh, Kit. It's so dark. Kit, you're dying. It's like, jeez. It's so sad. Well, and she breaks it down for Kit. Like, she's like, you know, she says to her, to Kit, at least, you know, a dozen of his CPU components have short-circuited. Most of his memory bank has been destroyed. And his miniature relays have all been badly damaged. But Bonnie promises to make Kit better than before. That's awesome. Bonnie's the best. Bonnie is the best. <laughs> I mean... I really no disrespect to April. No, I I would hope that April ha- April has the skills, but I think Bonnie was there first. Yes, so she really knows. Yeah, she knows Kit. She knows what Kit wants. I think that's the thing. I think she just. I think she's got the relationship with Kit, and you can yeah. tell. It's funny because you can tell immediately when she first has the moment with Kit. You can tell that that relationship is there. Oh, totally. Even though there was a year in between, like you could absolutely tell that she has that relationship you, with him. You know, I'm looking at the little diecast model that you yeah. gave me, and it's 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 a Pontiac Firebird for sure. But it's Kit. Like you look at the inside, the dash, and everything, the steering wheel. It's all it's all Kit. They did a nice job. They with did the a detail. really nice job. Yeah, That's and it's, awesome. it's a very satisfying little car. Here you go. Take Ooh, a look at that. Um, look at that. Yeah. So it's really interesting to see Bonnie take it on herself you know and it's kind of also i think a coping mechanism because her mentor turns out to be an ass wipe um, oh yeah and then she just takes all that time and focuses it on kit you know kind of it's impressive kind of softens the blow of of uh her entire academic career um being shit on yeah exactly so we cut back into the basement of the golden fox strip club <laughs> Uh, Peter and CJ are completely at each other's throats because CJ has basically been drilling and digging and Peter does not seem to be doing much in terms it, of digging. It doesn't seem like he knows how to use a shovel. No, he's just, well, because he keeps going, 
CJ keeps stopping. Goes, I can't do anything with all this dirt. So it's, it makes you think like Peter's just Peter's. Like, I'm shoveling dirt. as fast as I can, and you know what? I'm a wire man. I wasn't hired to dig. I can't. I, I don't dig. <laughs> so apparently, they're only 15 feet from finishing their job. They're all they're they're really close. Halston comes in and says, "Oh, Michael's been taken care of. He's not going to be a threat." I'm just like, how? First of all, how? What's the time frame here? Like, how long have they been digging, and how far were they supposed to dig initially? Did they ever say? Well, I think all it so the tunnels existed. Right, that's why they needed the map. So the tunnel passed close to this vault. Okay, so I don't think they had to dig far because the tunnel already. I think 15 feet was about right. Okay, but it was still like digging and jackhammering that nobody heard. Yeah, I guess that's fine. well, no, because the strip club had all that loud music. All right, nobody. all the all the boom boom music, and, and nobody goes up there. Nobody's there. There's there's no business in that place. Except no, there isn't. And I, I guess we'll talk about it. There is a scene where the girls are dancing. Yep. Um, I don't know if it's it's middle of this act, but it's we'll talk coming about in it somewhere. Anyway. But anyway, they're dancing and there's no music, so yeah. Yeah. they clearly didn't add the music back in. So bad. <laughs> it's awesome. It worked. It, it worked. Worked well for the goofiness of the episode. So Michael heads back to the mansion, shocking Margot when she opens the door and he's there because she assumes he was dead. Yeah, he definitely is not. He's right there. And he starts like playing up the intimacy. Oh, and he has flowers because he was going to go meet up with yeah. Oh, yeah. what he, he was, was doing in the first place. He's like, place. oh, you know, uh, you know, you said you were going to meet me uh, at, P- at Twin Peaks. Uh, you said that's where you were going to. you were going to be. So I guess, okay, so this timeline's all happening the same afternoon. That yeah. Michael goes off to go meet Margot and g- goes into a trap. Um, Kit gets rotor-rooted by the missile. Yeah. Bonnie loads Kit back up onto the semi. Michael gets dressed again, gets flowers and a bottle of champagne and goes to Margot's anyway. I guess Yeah. by taxi? Sure. Or does Devin drive him in the... Do you the, think Devin had the Pennington? The Pennington? <laughs> Yeah, or think drive. Michael took the penny. I think. Or did I, Michael run? Oh, geez, Michael might have ran. I th- feel like that's something Michael would do, and he doesn't sweat. No, he, I think that's new this season. He probably won't sweat at all. Yeah. Um, do you think he'll just get progressively more ill? Yeah. Because he can't get rid of any toxins. <laughs> yes. He's not sweating anything. So, he's not secreting anything. He, he just gets more and more pale and oh, lethargic. Michael secretions. <laughs> 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 Um, so, so Michael basically tells Margo like, Hey, I know you wanted to be intimate with me, but why don't we, why don't we make this, uh, this seduction a little more private? And Margo's like, okay, I know just the thing. So when she leaves, Michael starts like investigating the room and he's like looking around for something. Uh, Margo returns like seconds later with the beefaroni twins to come over and basically try to beat the shit out of Michael and get him out of the house. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is very strange because so they, they kind of like back him out of the house into the pool yard, like into the area with the pool. Mm-hmm. He's cornered and has nowhere to go. But but he's throwing punches and hitting him on the face. Oh, yeah. he's Nothing's happening. He's like shake. He's doing the MacGyver fist shake. Like, they're just like, Duh. they're getting knocked around and stuff, but they're not like, nothing's, they're not feeling They're anything. not getting phased. Ooh. So they back him into a corner, essentially, and he looks around. He can't get out. And he just like looks over the side of the brick wall, and it's just like a sh- straight down drop through some trees. We don't know what's down there, and he basically has this fuck it moment and just jumps. <laughs> and he the, just jumps. And the beefaronis look over, and they're like, I'm not going down there after him. Oh, Margo's going to be, be mad. <laughs> and then the next scene, we see Michael. He's fine. There's no resolution to like how wh- where did he land? Apparently, in the original script, one of the first drafts, mm-hmm. they had Michael jumping out of the window away from them. Okay. Rather than just a random free fall. <laughs> I think that makes more sense. To jump out of a window and run? Yeah. Yes. But it is a fenced in area. So that maybe they had to. Because there's a little. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I see why they changed it for logistics. Yeah. But he just. He definitely just jumped. Shattering both knees. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then and then so so eighteen months later, after Devin. Michael Knight learns how to walk again, we pick up the episode. <laughs> yes. He still has to walk with a cane. It's got he's got Garth's gun cane. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um, oh. So okay, so this part I don't. Did Michael actually get something before he ran out of the mansion? Because yes. in the next scene, yes. he tells Devin he's got everything he needs to tie Halston to the drone. Absolutely, because remember in the beginning... I must he, have looked down and missed this. The, okay. So, so yes, in the beginning, he brought a, uh, he brought Bonnie 
Um, oh, I'm going the, we're going to go here going, this season. I'm going the other <laughs> way now. He brought Bonnie parts of the car that, remember, uh, that were, uh, oh, I don't remember how he got them. I don't remember. Did he steal something from the CPU in the yeah, mansion? Yeah, something like that. He stole something. He stole a part of the project and brought it to, to Bonnie That's to right. che- have her check it out. Okay, and so he brings it to Bonnie in the semi and says he's got everything he needs to tie Halston to the drone. And Bonnie's like, oh, great. Well, I can use the facilities at the university to help. That's great. I don't mind doing that. And so... So what... Get, okay, so Bonnie, Bonnie just rebuilt Kit, the most advanced car right. thing ever. Just Ever. behind a silver curtain. <laughs> behind a silver curtain like the Wizard of Oz. Yes. Um, and tells tells Michael and Devin, oh, I have to go to the to the university to check out what this is. Right. It's like, you can't do it there? So we're going to have to stall out. We're going to have to stop the final test on Kit until I get back. No peeking. <laughs> right. She's so standing behind this thin silver sheet, and she's like, don't, don't look. Do not look. And I love Michael's Michael's reaction to that when she when she tells him to stop peeking. He goes, "Moi, moi, peek." He's yeah. so good. Oh, he's, it's so yeah, good. It's um, I'm pretty sure Michael hears that a lot right before he's about to have sex. Michael, no peeking. <laughs> moi, what does that moi. mean, Dave? What what the, what? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this feels like that's something that women say to Michael all the no peeking. Do you think like they're getting like undressed behind like a like, a, oh, a curtain? Opens the dress and then, <laughs> what? What? I don't even know. I was just thinking about drop dead Fred. There's <laughs> <Just> cobwebs. <laughs> no peeking, or uh, or um, in uh, the the third naked gun, the smell of fear. Oh yes, the 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 shot of the. Anyway, nice beaver. Thanks, I stuffed it myself. <laughs> um, so we talked about this last week in, in kind of in passing, but uh, Peter's girlfriend was fished out of the bay, uh, mm. and Devin calls Michael at this point to tell him um, she's she's dead. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's literally, but she's been killed. And Michael's like, well, he assumes that she's been killed because she knew too much. Yeah, which I don't think is true. I mean, she knew that Peter knew was, was doing gonna, something, but, but not for who or for where. Right. So just beefaroni wanted to kind of flawed logic there, but yeah. Whatever those two, cool. they, they wanted a what was her name? Sunly. They wanted a Sunly sandwich. Sun, sun, they wanted they wanted to squish her between their beef bodies. Ah, <laughs> ah. Uh, uh, so after Bonnie doesn't return for, according to Devin, two hours and seventeen minutes. Oh, well, Devin corrects Michael. Bonnie's been gone for an over an hour. Actually, two hours and 17 two hours minutes. Two hours and 17 minutes. Uh, Michael basically is like, well, okay, I know she said we can't take Kit out, but I got I to gotta go. We got to go find her. All right. I'm coming with you. So they get in. Call me Dusty. <laughs> Call me Dusty. Um, <laughs> Michael sneaks in to get into Kit to drive, only to find out, like he sees when he starts it up, everything has been completely revamped. Uh-huh. He's got... Tons and tons of new features. Um, I may or may not have paused it to run down all the new features he goes over. Oh, let's do it. So let's go over the features that he mentions. Okay. So the first one he mentions is the self-analyzing probe, which can isolate and diagnose any malfunction in his systems. Okay. Also, Kid is a he, because uh, Devin in this episode refers to him as he. Okay. Uh, A 3D interactive graphics plotter. Actually looks quite good. Which, to my from what I understand, it can basically... Break down and reconstruct facial features. Oh, like before? Yeah. Do you, like? Do you remember? This is when he shows the picture of the guy and he breaks it down and it turns into Devin's face. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and Michael's like, oh, I don't want to run into that guy in a dark alley. <clears throat> so that was an interesting one. The thermodynamic systems, which is capable of withstanding temperatures up to two thousand degrees, I think he said. Okay. So two or three thousand degrees, I think he said. Sounds all really familiar. Like this is all um, already the there. electrical generating mode, which is essentially just a high powered, e- like a really high powered EMP. Okay. Like super high power. I dig it. Uh, and the uh, the last one he mentions is the polyphonic synthesizer, which he can use to duplicate sounds from anywhere. All right. And then he just starts like rattling off like sound effects in his car. That's awesome. Like, what are you doing? Uh, hey, look, Kit thinks he's a bird. <laughs> so, good. so good. I don't know. Uh, so at this point, Bonnie has basically realized that Halston is indeed involved as she's looking at and doing her research at the university when Halston shows up and kidnaps Bonnie. 
as we all knew it was going to happen. We saw that as coming. As even Michael and Devin anticipated that it was probably that it, she wasn't safe going by herself, but she insisted to go by herself back to the lion's den. Michael, I can do this by myself. Okay, Bonnie, all we right, trust Bonnie, you. Bonnie, I guess you're fine. You know, but if Michael was there, it probably wouldn't have happened. Nope, absolutely not. Or he would have shocked him again. That's true, too. You, yeah. That's true. Um, so Michael heads back to the mansion, and using Kit's high-voltage induction coil, hmm. clips it to the front gate to set off and trigger the alarm, which brings out the Beefarino brothers. Because they're out, they're out on the pool deck, like out back, like working out, lifting weights. The alarm goes off, and they run up and look at the monitors, and they're like, Ugh. Must be a squirrel again. I'll go check go it check out. out. <laughs> and then Michael's up there, and it's what's his name, Sergio? No, S- 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 what's his uh, the Beefarino too? Clifton and Turk are their real names. Okay, Clifton, Clifton, thick number two, yeah. is up there and runs up to Michael and grabs the grabs the gate that Kit is conveniently electrifying. And then immediately goes into like spasms and contractions and can't let go of the gate. Right. And it's just like. And then thick number two comes out and touches thick number one and he starts getting electrocuted. And they refuse to give up the, re- the location of where they're hiding Bonnie. So Michael tells Kit to turn up the electricity. It's just like frying their fucking yeah. brains. They're, they're big, thick meat bodies. That's probably why they didn't die, because there was so much muscle to burn through. <laughs> Jeez. Finally, they give they give up her location. Right. If, you know. It is the Hunter's Point Boatyard in the Electronics Building. Okay. Oddly specific, but and, okay. And so Kit turns off the power, calls the cops, and we leave Thick 1 and 2 on the ground there in a crumpled heap. And they get to the boatyard, and no one's there. Shocking. But do you notice that thick one kind of rolls down the driveway because yes. it's inclined? <laughs> I saw blip, 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 I saw him go down. <laughs> um, so we cut to the back to the basement of the strip club where Halston is coming down with Bonnie over his shoulder and he leaves Bonnie there. And like he, he's knocked her out to the point where she's not going to wake up anytime soon. And CJ's like, well, what do we do if she wakes up? Um, yeah, well, you can take care of it. Like, you'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be okay. So... The Beefarino brothers have been arrested. The Reefabinos. The Reefabinos. And Michael goes in to interrogate them once more, and he hold, he's he got a gun in his hand, and he's he holds it up to them, and he's basically he's having them believe that the gun in his hand is a pain inducer with a dial that could ratchet up the pain level every time he fires do, at Do you them. remember how he described it? No. What did he, how did he do it? Uh, he said it can go... <laughs> he said it can go from something low like... Uh, Drilling into a, a tooth, like a cavity, yep. a nerve in a tooth, all the way up to burned at the stake. What That's do you right. want to go for? And they weren't going to do it at first. And I just love that Michael was just like, oh, well, I guess we'll go ahead and start all the way up here and we'll turn it up to 13. <laughs> yeah. And he just like starts. And they, finally they they give out the information that they needed to do because Michael wanted to know what was going on with the map. Like, what did the map, like, what are they trying to do with these maps? We like, don't know. We they? just told the to get the get map. They're like, we, 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 Halston wanted the maps of the Chinese tunnels. Uh, uh. So, yeah, so they basically give up that, that they wanted, Halston wanted these maps of the Chinese tunnels that were once, like, in their areas down, down underground. Yeah. Now, I love this part. So Michael leaves, then comes back and starts firing the water gun at them. Before he runs away, like goofily, like yeah. But did you see when they try to go after him, like through the gu- the bars? Yes, like, the quality, like what happened to the set? Oh like, no, like, I the didn't... whole thing was shaking. Oh, was it really? So big, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, like the, the the steel doors were like rattling around and stuff. So yeah, that's not. What I think is hysterical is after the scene, there's a very quick moment where Margot talks about how Clifton and Turk both refused bail. Like they didn't want to be released. Like, right? They, they they're done. They're out. They wanted nothing to do with this anymore. It's so weird. But this okay. I just want to talk about Clifton and Turk a little bit. Yes. Like they weren't allowed in the house. The, uh, what did she say? She said she almost had them housebroken. Yeah, because like they almost had them housebroken. So close, and then they got arrested. But like there were days. There's one thing which is like it smells like rain. I think I'll let you guys sleep in the house tonight. Yeah. She's like, like treating them like dogs. Yeah, but they were like her her pets. So I, guess. I don't know what kind of relationship they had. It's very strange. Yeah, maybe she liked being the middle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um so Kit begins tracing where all of these tunnels could potentially be leading and we cut back to the basement 
And Peter and CJ have finally realized that the direction that Halston has them digging in is not actually towards the Federal Reserve. As they're almost done with it. But it is indeed towards the vault of a weapons company. Oh. Where Halston finally comes down and reveals uh, to CJ at this point because um, we assume that Peter has been killed because well, one of those robots shows up again. Well, because, yeah, they gave him a, a radio to listen down to while they're digging. Right. But it turns out to be one of those little robots that gasses you. Yep. And it gassed Peter. But uh, CJ's, you know, a, a strapping guy and beat the shit out of that little robot before it got a chance I to love gas that. him. I love that scene. Like, smashed like, it to bits. Yeah. So, But we missed a bit. This is where Bonnie is, too. Right. Bonnie's yeah. down here at this yeah. point. Um, so we assume that Peter's dead because we don't see him sure. again. So he gets gassed in the face, starts coughing, and then falls to the ground, and we never... See him get up again. <laughs> no. Right. It's okay. Um, his, his little girlfriend's dead, too. So. Halston comes down, and he's got a gun, and he's pointing it at CJ, and he talks about this thing that he develops called the Tri-S, the Surveillance and Strike Satellite. Uh, and apparently in the vault next door that they're digging to, Halston's going to steal it back. Okay. And well, sell this thing to the highest bidder. Sure. Because he's not after the money, Greg. He's after... Glory and power. What an asshole. Uh, so then Halston just shoots CJ right in the chest, kills him dead. Yeah. So I thought that, okay, so since since Bonnie is down there, right? Bonnie's down there. Uh, she she was drugged, so she's kind of coming out of it. And CJ's down there, and Bonnie knows of CJ, like what the past was with with fake Michael Knight. Yeah. Um, I thought there was, and CJ's kind of treating her okay. He's like, I'm not going to untie you, but I'll give you some yeah, water. I no, can't let you go. he's being very respectful. Absolutely. Right. So I thought, I was hoping like somewhere along the line, they were going to like make amends. Like CJ was like, I never did all that stuff. I was framed or whatever, this and that. I'm just trying to do my life or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, he gets shot in the chest and Bonnie's left there all alone with a gassed out dead Peter and a shot in the chest CJ. And with asshole professor guy digging now. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, although I guess Bonnie didn't want to run because she would have had to go up a ladder, at which point Halston would have been able to shoot her. Yeah, and her hands are tied. Oh, that's true, too. Um, <laughs> she bunny hops up the ladder, just balances. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kit finds all the tunnels that come under these major vaults. He finds them all, like on this big schematic that he's had on his screen. One of one of these tunnels, or one of the vaults that lights up, doesn't actually have money in it. Mm. And they find out that it's the Megafax Research Center. Megafax. Apparently, Megafax had refused to give Halston full credit for the Tri-S, and now Halston wants it back, like he said, mm -hmm. like he said to CJ. So they trace, they trace that location to the Golden Fox. So Michael and Kit head out. Now, did you notice this when Kit backs out of the semi? He doesn't pull a 180 and turn the other direction. No, he drives in he front drives of it. He drives straight up in front of the semi. Yeah, up the sidewalk. Yeah. I think. It looks like he's driving. Definitely. Like, the semi's coming along. It's like a playground or something. Kit comes down out of the back and barrels up the sidewalk. That's what it looked like to me. But I think that's the first time he hasn't actually, like, done a 180 and yeah. gone the opposite direction. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. I bet, like, Bonnie's like, you got to stop doing that. We put 30 sets of new tires on Kit in the past week. Stop it. Stop it. Just enough. <laughs> So Halston breaks into the vault, steals the Tri-S, leaves with Bonnie as Michael and Kit arrive at the same time, and Halston basically is like, wait a minute. What? How the hell did Bonnie get up the, up the ladder? She, her hands are still tied when they get out. Do you think he carried her? No, because he had the Tri-S over How the his shoulder. Hell? What? Oh, yeah. Good point. That's a good call. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> That's awesome. She could have escaped at any time. Yeah. She clearly got out, no problem. He couldn't have done two trips, like take the Tri-S up and come. maybe came back down to get Bonnie and carry, no, that's true too. carry her back up the ladder. What a dink. <laughs> He's a suck. Um, <laughs> so Halston basically tells Michael, like, don't come anywhere near me. You need to stay as far away as possible. Yeah. And, of course, Michael tells Kit, just let him get far enough away, and then we'll trail them with your infrareds. Okay. All right, fair enough, which is exactly what they do. So... As Halston's driving away, he activates his drone cars to once again try to attack and take out Michael and Kit. Because much like when Kit was put inside of a, a, a portable television set, uh, Halston's got like a porta a porta kit. Oh he's yeah, got a, but his own control center in a briefcase that yep. he's driving from the other getaway car. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty decent. It's, it's a pretty cool pretty setup. Decent. 
So Kit starts scanning the piers, and they find at the end of one of the piers a helicopter owned by Hydra Enterprises. I'm like, what? Okay. (laughs) Apparently Hydra Enterprises is suspected of being a front for the terrorist wing of the Middle Eastern Communist Alliance. And Michael decides that, yeah, we should probably call for backup. That's all right. Yeah, it sounds like some MacGyver kind of thing. Oh, Hydra Enterprises and, is and Middle abs- Eastern Communist Alliance. What is the that? shit? What the shit is that? Okay, <laughs> so the drones, drones, <laughs> the drones. <laughs> so the drones fire. So we have a drone in the back behind Kit and a drone in front of Kit. Uh-huh. They both fire at Kit at the same time, but Kit flips up mm-hmm. on two wheels. One missile goes forward, one missile goes behind, and each missile hits the opposite drone car, destroying them and, like, obliterating the drone cars. Austin's like, what? I oh, don't sh- believe it. Shit. Well, you were driving both of them. You should have known. Right, exactly. Exactly. So... Halston and Margot try to run to the chopper, but Michael and Kit get there first. Get and to the chopper. Stop him. Now, here comes one of my favorite moments, and I'll, I'll put this up on the Instagram story. One of my favorite clips from the whole episode. So, Halston has been basically, he's been taken care of. He's, what a, wow, my brain just completely shut off. Incapacitated. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it just Did drop you hear out. my brain just stop? Just whoomp? Holy yep. shit, I'm. Guessing everyone else heard it, too. Yeah. Wow. Incapacitated. He's been taken care of. Because Michael punched him in the face. Right. Margot is now holding Michael at gunpoint. And he's trying to convince Margot, like, hey, um, my partner's right behind you. I don't want, I'm not going to take that crap from you. And Kit's like, Michael, what? You, oh, I understand. Oh, all right, Michael. <laughs> so he's like, all right, I, I'm serious, though. My, my partner's right behind you, and he's going to take you down. And he goes, all right, Kit, now's your turn. Let's do it. And he uses the polyphonic synthesizer and projects his voice from behind so that Margot will turn around, giving Michael enough time to disarm her. All he had to do was take the gun. Yes. But he dive tackles her off the dock, <laughs> straight on swan dives into the water with her. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. It's Th- awesome. It was great. Because then they, like, Kit, like, toes them back in. Yeah, but this is Bonnie still in the back seat of the other car. Just, <laughs> I, I just moved my foot. I clipped the bottom oh, of the microphone was, I stand. I your face clipped the microphone. And the whole thing just smacked me in the face. <sighs> You're sweet. Hmm. Yeah, but Bonnie's still in there, and, and the, as the cops are showing up, there's only three of them. She's like, hey, can you get me out of here? And he says, oh, we're so glad to find you. And then she immediately okay. runs over to Kit. And saves Michael and whatever, whatever. Michael and Margo. Michael and Margo. Michael and Migo. Mar Mar Marglet. Marglet. <laughs> she like a little Margaret. <laughs> She's my little my little Marglets. <laughs> Goes with tw- Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Oh my god! We never see them again. Do we assume they just decided to stay in prison? I think that they probably decided to stay in prison. I mean, I mean, they murdered three people. Two people. <laughs> That's true. They no. At they least murdered. Two. They murdered the owner of. The pawn shop. Yeah. Right? They uh, killed Sun Lee. Yeah. And they were obviously accessories to almost everybody else that everybody was Everybody else's murder. Right. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that makes so sense. So, they are probably willingly going to stay in there. But you think they're going to keep them in the same cell? Probably. Yeah. They're, all they're going to... You know what? They're probably perfectly happy. All they're going to do is work out. They're just... Probably, though, the thing is, is I think they're just one person, but they're, he's one of them as a hologram. <laughs> they're, the, they're one person... Beefaroni one has somehow like astrally projected. What Beefaroni two? I oh, wow. I was gonna say that I I think that they <clears throat> might have been twins, but they they but they each got half the brain. Oh, that makes more sense. So I like your story better than full, my. They're full people. Ass face story. With a half a brain. They share a brain. <clears throat> that sounded holographic. I didn't like that. That doesn't make sense. So anyway, so. Halston's arrested. Margo's arrested. Finale of the episode is that Michael, Bonnie, and Devin are preparing to go out on a on a little boating excursion. They're, they're going they're, sailing. They're going to take a little vacation on Michael's Michael's charter. And of course, because oh, it's the seltzer. Because because <laughs> who didn't see this coming? Bonnie tells Michael, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm back." <laughs> of course you are. Poor Bonnie. I mean, what the hell? You were saying before we started recording that she's the only one who suffered for this. Right. So, okay. So, yes. Like, um, uh, Sun Lee died. Uh, let's assume that Peter's dead and C- uh, CJ is dead. Yep. SJ. CJ. 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 Yeah, you're right. I want to call him SJ. <laughs> okay. CJ is dead. 
uh, the 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 Beefaroni twins are in jail. Yeah. Um, Halston's and, in jail, and Margo's and in jail. Margo's in jail. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But Bonnie. What about Mr. Fong? Where do you think Mr. he is? Oh, Mr. Fong? He's doing, he's, I think he's think, doing think fine. Think he's doing great with Fong's delight? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. He's, that's, I don't know he's getting all that cash. Oh, that's from. really all I care about because I've been thinking about that since last time you talked about him being your schmankman last <laughs> week. Fong. Sweet old Mr. Fong. Oh, man. Anyway, but, so uh, Bonnie getting the no, shit so, end so of the So Bonnie, Bonnie left the foundation to go off on her own and do her own project. Sure. She's had this mentor for a year who's helped her, and basically she's one of two candidates for some project coming up she's been working on this and it's been like her life and her dream and he turns out to be a shit bird yes he does and so she loses everything and goes back to the foundation which has been bugging her to come back after or help she, after she's been turning them down for this over is what a i'm year. saying after she's told them numerous times devin fuck off i'm not go no and all she had to do was be like you know what my mentor was an ass i'm still gonna work at the university right. and finish my project right De- stop devin stop trying stop devin stop it no michael so- michael Garth, Kit, stop. Do you like me better as Garth? But, <laughs> yeah, no, I think Bonnie just got the shit end of everything in this episode. But, yeah, like, as if no one saw this coming, she's like, yeah, oh, by the way, it's like the John Wick moment. People have been asking if they think I'm back. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> because, listen, we all missed Bonnie. Yeah. As much oh, as I yeah. loved April, it's going to be really good to have Bonnie back in the oh, show. Oh, Bonnie. I really did miss her. So... They're getting ready to go out on this excursion, and they're walking down the dock, and Bonnie's like, oh my gosh, is that where we're going to go? And like she points to this beautiful like 78-foot motor yacht, and Michael's <laughs> like, no, it's that sailboat right there. And he points to the sailboat in front of it, and it's completely sunk. Yeah. And Devin's like, well, how about we all just go to lunch? <laughs> yeah. He's like, on me. I was like, oh. yep, okay, great. Wait, don't, don't, does the foundation pay our bill? Yeah, okay, that's fine. It'll, it'll, okay, cool. You think Michael's going to go have some more hamburgers? We haven't had a good, a good scene of Michael stuff, shoveling a hamburger in his face. Hamburger and a beer. And a beer. <laughs> no, cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers and a beer. I'll have a cheeseburger and a beer. Beer. <laughs> Um, and that's how the episode ends. And holy shit, this was amazing. This is this was ah, such a great way to God, open a this season. Is so good. This was so good. I mean, there were for me there were a couple of misfires over the course of the episode. The old couple running gag in part one, I thought was pretty was a missed was a missed opportunity. Yeah, there was, was no need for it to be in there. I don't want to say the Beefarino brothers were a good thing. <laughs> no, they but were they definitely added nothing. To the episode overall, they were they were just a mechanism. They were comical and a me- yeah. they were just a way to get things to happen. I guess They're, instead of writing, oh, we'll just put beefaroni in there. I just think this was such a great episode. I, I was it the best season premiere we've had because we've had obviously we had the the pilot, then we had um, what was the one we did with Bill Goliath. Yeah, so we had Goliath and then Night of the Drones. I I, I'm gonna, I like this better than Goliath. I think I might have too, even though Garth was amazing there wasn't enough of him and the, right. the, they wasted the an hour and 45 minutes i think or this might be the best premiere so far of yeah, the first of the a- three absolutely. seasons absolutely i was really board. good so my my final goal my final score now let's go over the rating chart All once right. again because okay. we want people to follow with us because we want to hear what other people think about this we'd also love to hear what your schmankman of the weeks are and we're going to get into ours in a few minutes here so the hoff chart goes as such we have we have the perm which is a one-star episode because perms suck, mm-hmm. as does the episode. One belt buckle is a two-star episode because belts are too close to Hoff's nuts. One leather jacket is a three-star episode because it's functional and it feels good. One red turtleneck is a four-star episode because Hoff has never been hotter. A Trans Am is a five-star episode because Kit is the complete package. We also introduced modifiers later on in the run of the show, um, uh, we have a demerit and we have an addition. So the turbo boost modifier adds a half a star for extra miles per hour because the episode jumped over the rest. Pew, pew, pew. Then we have the alpha circuit for a demerit. So you lose a half a star because even though Kit is the best, he can still suck a tailpipe. <laughs> yeah. So I will put this episode at a red turtleneck. Now you, you're talking about the whole thing? The overall, okay. because I didn't rate part one. I'm going to rate the entire episode. Red turtleneck plus a turbo boost for Michael's uncharacteristically colored pink sweater. <laughs> so I'm going to give the entire show, the entire thing, all two parts, four and a half stars. Okay. Absolutely okay. four and a half stars. You know, I, I arrived at that same conclusion, but in the other direction. I'm okay. I'm going to give it 
I'm going to give it a Trans Am because it was so damn fun. Yeah. Like, I loved it. I didn't expect it to be like this and how absurd it was. And plus it had, what's his name, um, uh, from uh, Kentucky Fried Movie in it. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, I totally forgot. I looked it up. Before. Kevin Kim. Yes. I think. Is that- <laughs> Evan. Evan Kim. Evan Kim. Um, yeah. And, but... Again, as is with all two-part episodes, they squander all the time given to them by doing dumb shit like having those the, that yeah, old couple. Yeah, the, there's just too much filler. Yeah, just too much filler, and, and like not giving enough time to that kit had to be completely destroyed to be rebuilt yeah. again. Like that should have been bigger. They had the time. Although to do I it. don't know if this episode could have been compressed into one. I think they could have cut stuff not, out. Not compressed, but meaning, like, th- again, they had the time to establish more involved storylines. Absolutely. But they didn't. Absolutely. So that's where the the uh, the uh, Alpha Circuit comes in. This could have been a solid five all the way through, but you still fell to the, 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 the segmented TV show so we, aspect of so it. So we both landed on a four and a half? Yeah. All right. Four and a half. All right. Um... Did you have yourself a Schmankman of the Week? I sure did. Who do you got? It was the uh, the the Golden Fox nightclub owner. Oh, what a schmuck. What a piece of crap. What was his deal? I don't know. And why was that scene so long when they were asking about the money? We just want to look downstairs. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. We just want to go downstairs to look at the tunnels. It, yeah, I don't know. His only other scene is when he's yelling at the dancers. I know. What is he? Like, what? I don't know. I like, like that. That's a good one. What a, what a weirdo. So you say the strip club owner. Okay. <laughs> How um, about you? What's your My Schmankman is... I'm giving my schmankman to the Beefarino brothers. Okay. Who served no purpose whatsoever <laughs> and could not convince me that they were being electrocuted. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, I, I give them credit because they were trying, like, they were trying to play the heavies. You know, I just, I don't think that they had. Well, they absolutely had it in, in form, but right. that's it. I just don't think they had the acting chops. And also the off- shit that they were given to wear. Like, oh, granted, geez. they're big guys, so, I mean, their wardrobes... I'll post a picture to the Insta story in the next couple days. But they're just, like, they had, like, gym outfits that were just weird. Just weird. Yeah. They're always wearing headbands, and then, like, huge baggy clothes, which I get it. They're big, but just, like, not not good. Not the kind of stuff right. that I would figure Margo would want to hang around with. Well, that's why she keeps them outside. That's true. <laughs> Your fashion sense is awful. Um, all right, so I think we can obviously say that this is this is a great episode. Absolutely. This is a really good start. All right, yeah. do you want to hear what's coming up next week? Lay it on me. All right, next week is uh, season three, episode three, the Ice Bandits. Oh, do you think there's going to be herpes in this? Oh God, a space herpy? <laughs> you think it's going to be a space herpy? Oh, uh, is it going to be a combination of ice pirates and time bandits? I don't know. Let's 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 listen in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, after a couple of thieves steal jewels from a foundation-sponsored charity auction. Oh God. Michael and Kit are led to the Napa wine country in a monastery that provides criminals with totally new identities. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing! Oh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> well, that's what you guys have to look forward to next week. So, if you want to find us online, the best places to do that would be... Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Champa and Klein. You can find us on Instagram. Um, that's the Night Rider years. Uh, Twitter is at Champa Klein. You can call our hotline, 207-835-1954. We'd love to hear from you guys there. Uh, you can check out our website, which we will be revamping at some point. Right, Greg? Sure. ChampaKlein.com. That's C-I-A-M-P-A-K-L-E-I-N.com. You can find all your other information there. That's going to wrap it up for this week, guys. So, for the Night Rider years, I am Beefarino number two. I'm Sketchy Strip Club owner with the bad teeth. <laughs> See you next week, guys. I'm thinking, kid. I'm not upset. Your pulse rate is up, your blood pressure is high, and you're gripping the steering wheel with alarming pressure. There you have it, loyal listener. A fine example of what can truly be done with podcasting. Hard work, consistent output, and just the right amount of guidance from an enigmatic network overlord. Tune in again next week, to see what timeless gem I dust off for your listening pleasure. Seriously. I need to get someone into this archive room and do some cleaning. It's filthy.
this is I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam. Hi, friends of the podcast. There are a few things we think you need to know about us. <laughs> we have been besties for 20, 100,000 years. Oh, sorry, oh. 20 plus years. Woohoo! We have had some of our best conversations in my car, so that's where we started to podcast. It's been three years and over 200 episodes of some of the weirdest and funniest conversations. And I don't know if you can tell from our accents, but we're from Canada. We're actually from the heart of the prairies. We're from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. We also bring you a new episode every Friday. They're about an hour long, but the time goes by quick. We're just two crazy women bantering about lighthearted topics. Sometimes we talk over each other, right, yes, Lisa? Yes, Samantha. We argue, we disagree, but we always go back to laughing. We want to be the least stressful part of your week. You can listen to us on Podbean, Podlink, and we're also part of the Podfix Network family. We're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We want you to become a new friend of the podcast. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.